happening, right? And the main reason for that was I was just bone tired, right? Like I was exhausted to the core of my bones. I was working manual labor all day. I was tired, you know, frying these chicken, moving tons and tons of chicken all around this place, doing these big, you know, 300, 400 piece chicken orders by myself. I was exhausted. And when I would come home, I would try to learn something and it just wouldn't stick, right? Like my brain was just tired. It wasn't working. So the one thing that I actually found that made like a massive difference in my life was waking up a little bit earlier. I'd go to sleep earlier and then wake up earlier and I would learn before going to work. And the reason for that, the reason why I love that approach, I still do that approach to this day, was when I woke up in the morning, right? Like I still wake up at four o'clock. I'm not telling you to wake up at four o'clock, but I wake up at 4 a.m., right? For me at 4 a.m., if this is going to be a good day or a bad day, I won't know at 4 a.m. Because my family is asleep, my wife is asleep, my son is asleep, my job coworkers are asleep, my boss is asleep, everyone is asleep. So no one is awake that can literally ruin my morning, right? It is me, my material, my program, and every nothing else. That's it. The whole world is asleep. So for me, there was no distractions. There was nothing in the way that can like pull me away from that thing. And there was nothing that can stop me from learning at that point, right? Plus the best part for me was in the first thing in the morning, it's like my brain was absorbing it, right? Like it was a, a, like a sponge soaking everything up, so to speak, right? So for me, that, that could be a way that for you struggling with data structures and algorithms, that might be the thing that you need. Maybe there's a lot of distractions in your way. Maybe after work, you're tired because you've been thinking all day and it makes things a little bit difficult to try and learn something new on top of that. You may be having obligations after work. I have no idea what your, what your life situation is, but I guarantee you that could be something that changes a little bit and maybe trying it for like a week just to see what happens could be a great thing for you. And to be completely honest, I'm not a morning person, man. Mornings suck, right? Like, I hate mornings. I just love what they give me. And so I keep putting myself through it. But the fact of the matter is, like, for me, I don't use alarm clocks. So when I'm tired, I'll sleep more. When I have energy, I wake up, and I just hit the ground running, so to speak. And I make sure that that's kind of what I do. Now, when it comes to the concept of learning data structures and algorithms, honestly, there's no shortcut besides just doing it, right? It's It's... The, the effort that goes into it, it's the understanding. The one key that I can give you that I give to a lot of beginners when it comes to learning data structure and algorithm is even if you don't know the answer, right, just try. It doesn't matter if you get it right or wrong, just try. And then look at the answer. The reason why I say try is it gets your brain working. And so you're thinking in that mindset, right? So now when you actually are given the answer, you're absorbing whatever it is that it's shown. Now the key thing here that I want you to do is don't understand how it was solved. Understand why this was the approach that was taken. Understand why this was the solution that they went with. Why these were the concepts that they decided to implement in the solution. If you understand the how, you can only replicate it for the exact same scenario. If you understand the why, you can use this answer and the solution for even scenarios that don't mimic the original. Understanding the why is a very, very, very important concept here. 
And that's only going to come through repetition, implementation, and understanding. It's not going to come easily. It's going to come over time. To give you an idea, also with data structures and algorithms, I don't necessarily use that a lot in my job. Like, I think most of us as developers, we don't use a ton of data structures and algorithms when it comes to our day job. Um, most of the time, we're... I just do like a problem a day, a problem every two days, just to kind of keep my skills strong. To give you an idea, I had an informal interview the other day that I didn't know was an informal interview. And we started literally like they threw me up a question in the conversation we were having. And I like programmed on the screen. And the only reason why I was even able to solve that was like that programming question that I do every day or every two days. It could take 10, 20, 30 minutes. You don't have to do these huge, huge, huge ones, but just making sure you keep that concept strong, it, it'll put you in a position where anytime you have an interview, you can really thrive in that. And when you start working for the fangs of the world, if that ever happens, they take data structures and algorithms way seriously compared to any other company. That's where you're going to like really shine. Now, when it comes to UI, you mentioned that you have a problem making you know UI uh, for websites. I'll be completely honest with you. UI UX is not my bag, right? Um, I, I can't match, you know, color schemes to save my life. That's not something that I do, right? For me, I don't think a developer has to be a designer. Those two skills are not exclusive. Like, they're not one and the same. To be a good front-end developer doesn't mean you have to be a fire designer. But it does mean if you're given a design, can you recreate it? So if a, if a UI UX team member comes to you with a mock-up of what the page is supposed to look like, can you recreate this thing? If the answer is yes, you're in really, really good shape. If the answer is no, these are concepts that you need to start working on, okay? So for me, you don't necessarily need to be able to, like, design this beautiful, beautiful web page. But if, for example, you're given a design off a front-end mentor, can you recreate it? If the answer is no, we need to start working on those concepts. But if the answer is yes, then you're, you're in good shape. You just need to start getting more interesting designs or... For example, like for a lot of work that I I used to do a lot of freelancing, now I don't have the time. But anytime I would do that, I would literally outsource the UI UX part to a designer, have them design the mock-up, give it back to me, now I can create the web page. Because I know where my skill set is, and it's not in designing a web page. Like that's not where my skill is. And being a front-end developer doesn't mean you need to be like a, an extraordinary designer. That's not the case either. But to become better at those things and creating better websites and better web pages and understanding the like customer flow and things like that, that's all going to come through implementation. That's all going to come through practice and making more websites. Like for those that don't know, and I think this applies, and I haven't said this in a long time. Maybe I need to start bringing this back. I've got like three rules to become a better developer fast, right? ABL, ABB, CCC. ABL, ABB, CCC. Always be learning, always be building, code, code, code. And the reason why I have those three rules and why it matters for your very, like, interesting question and scenario, you're saying you have a problem building front ends. Well, it could be through the lack of, number one, ABB, always be building. Build. In tutorials and YouTube videos that you follow, nothing breaks. In real life, everything breaks. I can't tell you how many times I've made like a very subtle, small change on a website and it broke the whole dang thing. And I'm going here like, how did I break this entire website, right? Building puts you in situations where you're facing real errors and facing those errors 
will make you a better developer. That path of research will make you very strong and allow you to go ahead and understand the concept that you're utilizing, understand you know what it is that you're building, all those concepts. CCC, code, 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 let those fingers dance on that keyboard. Everybody wants to be a developer. Nobody wants to write some code, right? Coding makes your concepts permanent. Coding puts you in a better position to make more application. Coding will literally deliver you everything that you're trying to get. Code some things. ABL, always be learning. Learn through multiple methods and means because no two teachers teach the same. You can learn so many in-depth concepts just by getting taught the same thing from two different perspectives and two different people. So make sure you're like really focusing on those three rules, and I guarantee you're going to start finding things kind of come the way that you want it. All right, we hope that helped. Last question that I'm going to take because I have a meeting in 15 minutes. Thank you very much. Lorraine, no problem, buddy. Lorraine, what's going on? Um, hi, Danny. Thank you so much for this space. Um, so my question is about um, getting getting my foot into uh, careers. So um, I've learned a lot of web development and um, programming concepts like from class and from other things that I've been doing. And um, I think more or less, um, I've also done about two internships in software engineering and I've built a couple of um, projects. So I just wanted to know, um, when I'm not applying for for um, careers, basically like permanent ones, full-time roles, um, how do I better position myself um, as a developer or as a software engineer who wants to, you know, get my foot in there um, beyond an internship, beyond beyond something like that, beyond just doing freelance work or something like that, but then actually getting a full-time role and all that. I'm currently in my final year, and I'm studying computer engineering. Thank you. Yeah, you got two internships. You got more than a foot in. You, you got the foot, the leg, the kneecap. Like, you, you're in there, right? Like, if you're able to take two opportunities for an internship, and get both of them, right? A lot of people don't have that. So you obviously have the experience that a lot of people lack right now. You have obviously the, the, the technical ability because you wouldn't keep landing these roles. You've got the ability to really turn an interview into kind of your control and like hold that area down. I think you're doing everything right. Like if you're able to start getting these internships, you're doing well in a lot of areas where a lot of people aren't. So I wouldn't be too, too worried about like you getting an opportunity. One thing that I would say is make sure that you're number one, amplifying this on like all your LinkedIn's and resumes and all the good stuff, but also make sure you're networking with people at these opportunities, right? Like, and when you finally get this opportunity to kind of meet all these developers, make sure you're building these relationships out. Make sure you're you're building like the, one of the biggest things about working at a company are all the coworkers that you meet, the great people, the relationships that you make, because you never know where one conversation can take you. Any of those developers know tons of other developers. They know tons of other companies. That opportunity can turn into other opportunities down the road. And the same thing, when, when you're getting these internships, you're learning programming concepts that the average YouTube tutorial doesn't even cover. So by internalizing and really owning those concepts and making sure that you walked away with contributions and making sure, this is a big one, I actually covered this the other day in a space that we did with mock interviews and LinkedIn reviews and, and resumes, 
people were going to these internships and they weren't even highlighting things that they were accomplishing in their internship. They were just saying, yeah, I worked at this internship. I was f- focusing on the agile like processes of going to meetings. That's not what you were doing there. You were learning something. You were contributing. You were adding value. What were those things? And talk about that. Like, what did you, did you make a form that went onto the customer page? Or did you make a, a guide that helps somebody figure out X, Y, Z? Those are things that you need to be talking about. And if you are, and you're highlighting that you added value in those internships, I guarantee you a junior opportunity for you will not be too far off. Hope that helps. Yes, thank you so much. That's awesome. All right, y'all. I got a meeting in 10 minutes. This was fun. I may try to do more spaces if I could do them in a shorter time frame like this, as opposed to three hour, four hour, five hour, because I never have those blocks. One thing I will do, I'm going to share these tweets real, real fast. I don't want you to miss these things. We have a couple big, big things going on over the next couple days, and I don't want anybody yelling at me about this. So big one that we have, Friday, this Friday, in two days from now, we have a space. I just pinned the tweet at the top. It'll show up in a moment. But we have a big space going on, which is a beginner's guide to cloud. I've got five speakers coming up, panel of experts. They are huge in the cloud space. And the ultimate goal with this isn't necessarily like, do this, do that. This is how you – no, no, no. It's actionable steps to basically take a very intimidating idea to some people and make it less intimidating and more approachable. So if you see the 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 latest pinned tweet, I'm going to remove this other one. So the latest one right there, it shows two huge spaces. So October 29th at 9, PM, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern time, that space is happening. On Monday... November 1st, we have a space with two hiring managers. One of them is from Amazon. One of them is from a big tech company in New York. They're going to be doing live mock interviews, okay? And the goal with this space is we're going to have candidates come up, and the interviews will be about four to five minutes long, so nothing too, too long. But they're going to ask you two questions. And the questions that they ask are going to be um, like a, a, a theory kind of question And the second question is going to be like an architecture kind of based question. And these are basically going to mimic real questions that you get in an interview. We're going to conduct the interview with no interruptions. And then afterwards, in front of everybody, and this is not to put anybody down, but it's to make this a very teachable moment for everyone. We're going to showcase the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Like, what was really great about that? What did you say that was really, really strong? What did you say that was weak? What did you say that could be improved upon? What are examples to improve this? I think we're going to do like eight or nine um, interviews uh, between the two hiring managers so that way we can get a good like gauge on what people can do. And hopefully through that space, um, a lot of people will be able to kind of get better ideas on how to stand out in the interview process. Because at the end of the day, my goal is for y'all to get jobs. And so the last one we did was really, really successful, which actually directly led to somebody getting a job the next day because they had an interview. And um, the last one we did, when I asked them these basic questions, they fumbled. And as soon as that call was over with, they went back to their desk, they prepared the answers that they were looking for. And that actually ended up in them landing those jobs in tech. And uh, I'm very grateful for that. And so that kind of sparked this idea. I started reaching out to a ton of hiring managers to see, um, you know, 
what I can get done, and it worked. Uh, it was a lot of cold calling before two finally agreed, but I'm glad that they agreed, and hopefully this will be a good opportunity for all the juniors in here. Or even if you're not a junior and you're, you're kind of nervous about the interview process, this could be a good one as well to kind of make sure that you're understanding current um, interview trends. So one of them is an interview uh, manager at Amazon. The other one is at another company. So it should really, really be a strong opportunity for everybody. So make sure that you're doing that. And the last one, I thought I already pinned it, but I guess not. Hold on one second, because I don't want y'all to miss this one. Um, the last one that I've pinned, it's going to pop up in a moment, is every year I do tech conferences that are free for the community. Last year I did two, and they were huge successes. And if you look at the second pinned tweet, we are doing a tech conference this year called DevFest North America. My team and I at work, we're doing this. And the cool thing with this is it's a two-day tech conference, completely free. It has four tracks, a track dedicated to cloud, artificial intelligence, machine learning. We have a, a track dedicated to JavaScript and CSS and web. We have a track dedicated to mobile development, whether it's Flutter, Android, PWAs, et cetera. And then we have the last track that is dedicated to applied skill sessions. And those applied skills are basically talks and, and workshops that are dedicated to helping you land those jobs in tech. So we have a resume workshop, we have a LinkedIn workshop, we have uh, a panel of hiring managers from all over the United States, North America, I should say, not United States, because one of them is from Canada, I believe. So all over North America that will be giving you interview tips, advice, tips and tricks to kind of stand out in the interview process and showcasing what a lot of these big tech firms are looking for, as well as a small tech firm. And we have... Um, well, tons of hands-on workshops. There are going to be a lot of networking opportunities where you can talk to other people as well. Tons of giveaways, all that good stuff. Completely, if you can come for one of the days, fantastic. You come for an hour, fantastic. It's completely free. It's for y'all. So register now to save your spot. I know as of right now, um, I'll pull up the actual number and tell you how many people are going to be there. I think it's. Got, I think we're almost at like 3,500 RSVPs, if I'm not mistaken. Uh... Yep, as of right now, we're literally at 3,500 people have registered for the event. I know there may be a point where we close registrations. Uh, I don't want you to miss that. So um, before it gets too, too big where we can't handle the numbers, uh, register to save your spot. It'll be a blast. Um, I'll be there. You'll be there. We'll all kind of talk, hang out, support each other, maybe meet some new friends and all the good stuff. Tons and tons of prizes are going to be given away at that one, so I'm excited for that. Oh, and, like, we have two keynote speakers um, one of them is the vice president of engineering for PlayStation, which I think is pretty damn incredible. They're going to be there. The other one is the vice. Pre can I even say this? I think I can say this. Let me say, let me make sure it's on the website. So that way I can announce this one. Hold on. I know we just, yes. The vice president of engineering for Google, Jason Titus. Um, I, I'm not going to say we jump through hoops, but we jump through hoops to make sure we can get some really quality speakers. And I think this is going to be a valuable opportunity for everybody to learn some cool things, get some cool information and all the good stuff. And to be honest, like even right now looking at, it, I think we have 39 confirmed speakers for the event as we speak. So I think we're going to hit like 40, 41. Um, I, we're pretty much at the end of like getting the speakers. But if you see the speakers, some of them are your favorite YouTubers, Googlers, experts in the field. You name it, they're going to be there. I'm super, super, super geeked out and excited about that. So highly, highly, highly recommend registering for that before you miss that opportunity. And I know also one thing that is going to be cool is we're giving away like several like workshops at, like outside of the event. 
um, workshops that actually cost money to attend. We're giving those away to several winners, but we're also giving away like several mentoring sessions. So I know several of the speakers are giving out mentoring sessions where they can like mentor somebody like on a one-on-one -on -one basis. It may be a one-off deal, maybe like a couple of like, you know, mentoring sessions, but hopefully it will lead to a lot of people becoming better developers, stronger candidates and landing those jobs in tech that they're dreaming of. So, and it's all completely for free. It's just for the community. So if you could do me a favor, this is actually me asking for a favor here. If you could do me a favor, if you're registered for that event, if you're going, can you tweet about it? Because that's going to help me out. I want, to be completely honest, I want to blow this thing up to where it's like, you know, everybody that has ever wanted the opportunity in tech can have the privilege to attend something like this. But even if you're not going to it, share it. You never know who could help because conferences like this, like there was literally a conference the other day. It was like $100 to join, $500 to go in person. We, we do this completely for free. We just try to help the community in whatever way that we can. And that's kind of always been my goal. Like I'm a huge advocate for either super, super, super cheap inexpensive like quality resources or free education if i can do both that's the best medium but if i can as much as i can do for free to support people i want to do it so um this is definitely going to be a big one i'm excited about it um i'm going to be i'm going to continue giving you all some updates on the course progression as i keep making it and getting some ideas and sharing it out and seeing how that works but overall you know i'm just happy to be here with all y'all so if you've gotten any value out of this please you know Look forward to the next space. We're going to do it on Friday, which is in two days, which I think will be incredible. But the other thing, too, please tweet out, share that that uh, conference. I think that would really, really, really help me in, like, a massive, massive way. And if there's uh, – also, if you if you need help, I, I kind of talked about this earlier. If you need help and you're looking for a community to support you, I have my Discord. We're literally at 7,000 members now uh, and growing. So if you're looking for a community to support you, answer questions, coding help, or just really all around trying to figure out like, you know, this mess that it is, all the resources and the path that you need to learn. We have an entire like community of people that are mentoring, answering questions, giving coding help. We for literally for the last six weeks, we just stopped last week. We've been doing hands-on free workshops every single week. We called it level up September and then we continued it through October. But every single week, we did a free workshop to kind of help people level up, learn concepts, and grow. It was fantastic. Uh, we're going to be doing, like, a huge um, workshop again real, real soon. And we're even doing some giveaways in the, the Discord right now as we speak. So um, I think we're going to be giving away, like, 10 Udemy courses and, and other crap that we're going to buy for people. But uh, if you want to be part of that Discord, we're always doing something. We have private, like, Discord-only calls that we do. Um, we, we have, like, mentors that kind of come in there and um, do calls as well. Highly recommend checking that out. Uh, you can join that. The link is in my bio as well. So please, thank you for hanging out. I got to go to work now. I appreciate all y'all.